This is Matt Seebeck with St. Louis City SC, and you're listening to Show Up, Make Noise on the Luligan Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. This is Show Up, Make Noise. My name is Zach. I'm Rick. And I am Sam. And we are here to talk all things supporter culture in St. Louis. Uh, So that is TIFOs, that's drums, that's... uh, tailgating that's basically anything you can think of um we're going to touch on it uh we're not going to do a whole heck of a lot of news we're just going to do uh silly crap that may we make up in our head um but things that we do not make up in our head i'm going to start off with really good news guys um we just got done with our pride razor campaign with the saint luligans um pride razor is a um organization that was started a couple years back um and it's really focused around soccer and and the goal is that you make a donation for every goal that is scored from your team uh however we don't have a team so um we chose all of the teams in st louis uh that's fire and ice women uh that is uh the lions women that's the lions men that is uh i don't think we had club atletico this year um but we had basically any um uh, SLSG2, uh, any of those teams that played, we donated per goal. And I want to say, um, gosh, it was a, it was a huge number per goal. I want to say like four or $500. No, it couldn't have been that high. Cause we only got to, we got the $5,700. Yeah. I think it was, uh, like 150 something per goal. 150 a goal. Yeah. Sounds about right. So we ended up, uh, our total was, uh, 5770 I believe um and I have the actual breakdown of that right here uh so that was 30 oh it's 35 total goals uh 46 34 was just from uh individual supporters uh giving donations and then we had another 1066 from our partners um i'm assuming people like kevin or ckb those type of people so um i just want to say a huge thank you um to everybody who participated um we love uh doing this and even though we don't have an official team i'm super glad that we were able to support st louis and uh the pride stl organization by doing that so thank you everybody who jumped in and participated with that Uh, i did see three interesting names on that list i did go through names of pride razor people because i'm that guy um three names that i was impressed to see uh caleb leone uh new uh stl city uh guy who i think has been following us on twitter um a certain matt seabeck was on there and then another guy you guys might recognize jeremy allenbaugh Donated three dollars and fourteen cents a goal. I did see that. I yeah. did see that. Uh, and I both appreciate that one Jeremy shows up still, and two that he did three four uh, three one four uh, classy move by Jeremy, and he's going to pay a shitload of money now because we yeah, scored no thirty five goals. <laughs> Enjoy that hundred and fifty bucks, Jay. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, thank you to everybody who supported, and um, yeah, just great job. Literally, cannot be more proud of our group. Uh, considering, I think we gave significantly more than a couple mls teams that i saw um and and they actually have teams that score goals so um yeah we gave we gave a lot of money and i'm very proud of you guys um so boys what are we talking about this week got it uh we got a couple notes here pick a pick a topic let's see where we go i made the list you guys picked the list I mean, the one that leaps out to me, uh, probably talking about marches. Ooh, marches. All right. So um, we put out a question last week on Twitter, um, and we were just kind of 
postulating where that march would go. We've talked March a little bit before. Um, so if you've never been to a, a, a soccer game where there is a march, um, somewhere before the game starts at STLFC, it was like 15 minutes before the game started, we would all get together, march up, play drums, chant uh, into our section, and then start going from there. Um, it MLS, so it's going to be slightly different. So um, I put out a, a question of where do people think that march is going to go? Um, so boys, uh, without knowing, because you guys don't interact with the Twitters in the same way that I do, what's your thought on the march? Where do you think it's actually going to truly end up going so i i have two two visions in my head uh one is the simplest which we go from we'll call it schlafly straight through the plaza and into the stadium it's short uh but it puts you right in front of everybody the fun march in my mind would be you know involving market or one of the major roads and just taking as many people that they don't have to chant. They don't have to know the words. I, I don't care. Just just get on the street and follow the horde of people wearing Pantone or Navy and just shut it down. I like it. I like it. I do like market. I know a lot of people on Twitter are pushing for that market march it's up just on the wrong side of the stadium. Right. Yeah. Because we want to come up from Enterprise Center Union Station and get the arch and the Capitol and all that stuff in the background. Uh, and I totally agree with you. Um, but Brick, where, what are you thinking? What are you thinking March wise? You're the March guy. Having marched. Yeah. Uh, a lot of parades in months that start with J and also August, uh, short and sweet. Joggest. <laughs> I was gonna say they, they march in the winter months. Of- <laughs> uh, Fourth of July parades, super hot, super unpleasant. Strap a drum on the chest and it gets hotter and unpleasanter. Uh, new words. Uh, yeah, but that that sounds like the kind of real stupid idea that the three of us would absolutely go for heading into a soccer match. Look, I I, I would have 10 years ago. <laughs> uh that version of Zach died with the uh, energy of my 20s. Uh, so, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Those marches are tough. So do you have a, a route in your mind, Rick, that you think is actually going to make sense? Uh, short and sweet from Schlafly, maybe one or two blocks out of the way. Uh, one thing that might be worth doing is going from like that quarter mile direct line. Uh, if we have enough people to make it happen, maybe start at Schlafly and have a group go West, have a group go East and then kind of in unison move that those kind of three blocks an East block, a central block, a West block, have them move South and then converge at the stadium and then file in Rick as my DM. Are you suggesting we split the party? 100%. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Look at this point. What is the worst that could happen to us? Uh, well, what about what about not necessarily starting the march where you know people are tailgating or where people are drinking? But what if you know we took a central location because we're talking about the bars and the restaurants and, and where people are going to be dispersed around you know downtown West and and find like a middle ground or a central point or something it is sort of like a like a rallying point. You know, so we're not starting the march the second we step out of Schlafly. We're meeting somewhere where everybody can join, have a quick announcement, do a little bit of hype, and then march. 
Yeah, and I that's a possibility. And it's, it's much like any of the things we're talking about. It's definitely going to have to be a St. Louis solution to a St. Louis problem. Um, but we as a group, before we started recording, went and looked... Um, one of the people that or a couple people that jumped out um, because I had kind of re-asked the question on marching based off of the uh, Dianis dot um, supporters group, um, which is part of the larger Nordec uh, supporters group for uh, Columbus crew. And their march is every bit of Matt Baker's 0.9 miles um, original drawing. Um, and that starts I, at the farthest point in their brewery district, which apparently Cincinnati has a brewery district, if anybody ever ends up there. Um, but it goes all the way down um, to the stadium, hooks down by a park, picks up more people, and then comes back around. But it is a long march, and there are about four or five different points where they pick up new groups, and that's because there are bars around those areas. Um, the thing that always pops out in my head and again i keep hitting on this is that st louis doesn't have that we have um what is it maggio's it's right next to union station so we've got maggio's we've got um uh the place that's over here cybergs uh cybergs down there and then we've got schlafly and union station potentially whatever Mm -hmm. ends up in union station um so those are the three points that potentially we're going to pick people up at now Maggio's, I don't feel like there's going to be a bunch of people in there because that's not a huge place. Schlafly could hold a thousand people probably if they really wanted it to. Um, And then Union Station depends on what goes in there. Um, But I guess it depends on if St. Louis really buys into that kind of city, you know, like street fair type of thing because if they do i think that makes what sam's talking about super easy where we get kind of one central area and just kind of march through that and bring people up because then we could grab schlafly and then pick up those maggio's people and, and pretty easily get them into the stadium um but if it doesn't if we end up either coming from tucker and washington or olive and uh, I don't know what the cross street is there. Uh, it's one of Jefferson, maybe Olive and Jefferson, I think is like the, the next logical spot. If you were going to try and hit bars that already kind of exist, starting up basically by where the fountain is in midtown and mm-hmm. kind of going down. Um, so those are the two routes that in my head are the only ones that make sense. And both of those are 0.9 full mile routes. So, uh, Washington makes sense theoretically it's already pretty pedestrian friendly it's got a ton of bars are we willing to walk Washington every time to go up past Schlafly because that I mean realistically of the routes that are there that one makes the most sense to me feelings thoughts nothing strong either way uh what just kind of ballpark estimate what's that distance look like it is it's literally 0.9 miles it is it is every bit of and and maybe a little bit more if you have to circle around the stadium it might end up being like 1.1 1.2 it's a it's a hike it is 100 a hike um and they also have a bunch of drummers and that cincinnati footage i counted no less than like eight ten drummers that did the whole march much less if they have other drums and whatever inside the stadium um 
that's a that's a haul with a drum on you for a mile and a half and that's a 45 minute walk i they also post their times of when they're going to get somewhere they start at six o'clock they end at six forty-five at the stadium um that's a good chunk of time at a good amount of distance to cover in 45 minutes with that amount of people yeah looking at those numbers and knowing the kinds of people who play drums for us uh us <laughs> these two fat fucks in here i apologize sam you shouldn't bring you down with me uh, uh, just, uh man, how many oh, like my god uh, it it might be doable if we can set it up so that we have spare drummers on the side uh kind of tag team drums as we go through the march like yeah yeah, yeah, we're gonna need we, no, we need a, the numbers to a make good that idea. I can hand off my base to somebody and then crack open this cheeseburger that I've been waiting to eat. And then we we it. absolutely need like uh, drum interns, drum <laughs> turns, <laughs> or like the college drum team. Like we need. Well, the, and again, we did have somebody reach out today. I kind of half mentioned it before we started recording. We had a, a guy reach out to me, and I'm awful because I don't remember his name. Um, but he wanted to play sousaphone. He asked if we had a sousaphone and if we were still looking for a sousaphone player. It's and convenient. We are. Uh, well, we aren't anymore, I guess, because we have one. But um, realistically, that guy's probably not going to be able to play 45 minutes of solo sousaphone either. So or 90 minutes of solo sousaphone. So we're probably going to need another sousaphone player anyway. It, I've tried to do it. And I think I made it like 20 full minutes in the first game that we played. The only game that the sousaphone made it to. Um, but yeah, I, I think we're going to need a ton of replacements. And we're going to need a couple full lines. And hopefully that's going to be something we can figure out uh, as we move forward with more volunteers and those types of things. Um, so, yeah, that is I don't know, man, that as a fat guy, that march scares me. <laughs> and as a as just knowing our supporter section, convincing people to do a 45 minute march is going to be tough as a not fat guy <laughs> that march scares me yeah, as a man who does marching band as professionally as someone can do marching band <laughs> uh, at my age yeah uh at I mean, your I, age. i've i've done 10 hours of marching band rehearsal in the last two days as of recording i've got another 15 this week and i still hate parades <laughs> i i did I think it's a five mile parade once in Honolulu in the middle of June. And that was deathly. So first of all, I didn't know that there was five miles on Honolulu. Second of all, <laughs> did it, you do the entire island? No, just a, uh, just like a, a big celebration parade for uh, like the historical unifying king of the islands. But that's a separate thing. That is completely unrelated to soccer, but it sucked. I, I could not move my arms like upwards more than about 30 degrees by the end of that my shoulders were just dead and i was 16 i'm kind of for uh ditching the rest of the schedule and just hearing about this parade in honolulu but uh <laughs> i have so many questions that aren't appropriate for a soccer supporter podcast Absolutely. so we're gonna ta we're gonna table that for the post uh post game we'll move, we'll move on post and d yes uh, but yeah i guess you know the, the nice thing is that if a lot of our supporters or the, a lot of the, the Luligan faithful end up doing the Schlafly version of that. Um, you know, they won't have to walk that far uh, because they're pretty close to the end of that. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. And again, all of this is speculation. It doesn't matter. It's just stuff to talk about. Well, the um, other flip on that is, you know, being in the stadium to set up the game day, you yes. know, and, and more people for that because, you know, that's going to cut into all of the pregame. Yeah. 
Well, and that's the other thing is if you do a 45 minute march, if game starts at 730, you assume the supporters are getting in a half hour beforehand. So that puts you want to be the supporters in the stadium by seven o'clock, which means they got there at 645, which means they started marching at six, which is an hour and a half before the game. That's just for the march. <laughs> <It's sexy. laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I swear this never happened. <laughs> Sam just premature burped in front of all of us. It was super weird. Feel weird for his wife now. <laughs> Good take some dead air while Sam composes himself. <laughs> we're good we're good everything's fine uh one idea that leads you guys to hear mind, that on the mic there's some some interference didn't just hear it in the mic it it was echoing it's in my soul it's, it's these new headphones man there must be something wrong with the wires <laughs> fucking barking spiders <laughs> So, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, if, if we start looking at the timeline, like how far out to, to do everything, like I have to seriously reconsider all of the answers that I gave at the fan council about what the game day was going to look like. Well, and that's why I said at the game day thing, that it doesn't, none of it applies to me. Like literally none of it applies to what it is that, how my day, game day is going to go. I've, I've never really gotten to eat the tailgate food like we grab it every once in a while but i scarf it and then i go do something else like i i don't feel like my tailgate experience is the sim is similar to, to other people's tailgate experience you know we when you're working something you're very rarely enjoying it so um but yeah i, I totally agree if we're doing that kind of march and and everything else i feel like it's going to be a hell it's going to be two hours pre-game that that we're doing you know prep stuff so oh my knees uh yeah the other alternative to kind of a big accumulating march and picking people up as we go is to get the entire march to come to us uh at whatever pregame tailgates going on start a drum circle or something along those lines maybe uh the horn section if we can get one going is playing real simple straightforward stuff to get warmed up before the game or something people are going to hear that noise be attracted to it and then we have a march worth of people already there we create the noise at location we'll hypothetically call it schlafly for now because that seems to be the popular talking point at the moment and then we can leave from there so i think kind of playing with that idea and going with one of the things i think sam said earlier was that kind of drawing people to a central spot and if we can get those areas where we have those plazas maybe starting at schlafly if that's where our start point is and heading to the center of that plaza and just starting a god-awful cacophony in the center of the plaza and then kind of leading people that way you know maybe that works or maybe it's kind of a weird flash mob thing where all of a sudden you know the drums are just in the center of the plaza with the horns and you know it it just starts happening. You know? Yeah. I mean, St. Louis has a, an affinity for being attracted to ludicrous pageantry. And I, I think if that's the flag that we fly, then that's going to, you know, bring everybody there. Yeah. Yeah. The, 
the local idea seems to be fuck you, I'm going to do it how I want to do it when I want to do it. So instead of trying to tell people to join our march, we create a situation where people want to be at the parade head. Yeah. And I think that's what it's going to have to be. I don't think we're ever going to get just by saying, hey, come join us. People are going to come join us. I don't I think there are there are way more people that are on the fuck you don't tell me what to do train than there are on the hey, let's help everybody out train. So um, show me mentality. Exactly. That that show me state mentality for sure. Um, So then uh let's do let's jump to tifos from that because we've we've done a march now we're in the stadium um there was some interesting news on tifos this week while we were gone um a couple people did some really great pride tifos um just tifos have brought awareness to other things um but then there was also if uh you guys saw the nordic since we're talking almost exclusively FC Cincinnati for some reason this episode, um, they were not able to put up their TIFO because they didn't have a chance to test their TIFO rigging beforehand. Uh, and I guess when they did, it did not work the way they expected it to. Um, so that sucks, um, mostly for them. I as a as a supporter, and and as somebody who's put a lot of work into something, I can't imagine putting the amount of work it takes to get a, a gigantic TIFO ready and then not be able to display it. That's got to be the biggest kick in the the private parts you can get. Um, so I guess for ours. I don't think we're ever going to have that problem one because we're going to have time to plan it uh, because we're going to be able to get into our stadium way before we ever play a meaningful game. And two, um, I think we have about, I think Seebeck was saying 10 billion rigging points uh, available to us. So I, I'll be interested to see what our TIFO comes out as. And I, I did kind of ask people if they had any ideas on TIFOs, but I ask a lot of questions, so I can't be too disappointed when I don't get a lot of answers. But any ideas on TIFOs or, or just what you hope to see with our TIFOs? Well, I think the extra year uh, that we've kind of not, not bought ourselves but have been given uh, is going to come in handy, you know, because like you said, this the stadium is far enough along and the plans are being far enough along that, you know, I have some confidence that we will be in a position to test, even if it's just a, again, airport hangar sized blank canvas just to pull it up and see what it looks like uh, gives us uh, an advantage there. Absolutely. Now, we did have a couple ideas on what that first at least test TIFO should look like. Uh <laughs> Anybody want to uh, take those? I feel like I'm talking too much. So, uh, anybody want to want to take a shot at uh, what those TIFO ideas were? I was almost in tears, laughing at just the thought of unraveling a TIFO that is the just giant Pantone color swatch, like complete with like the hex code and and everything. And the only thing that happens is we just just start ripping on these cords and up flies this giant like just paint swatch <laughs> and that's and that's it and the thought of that nearly brought me to tears i think it's a phenomenal idea yeah. i don't know where we're gonna find that much 
Pantone paint, but it's out there. <laughs> I mean, that's a city problem, right? Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I actually, so Brad's original idea was just write the word TIFO on it and just put up the word TIFO, which again, I think is a brilliant idea. And then I think they kind of mashed those two together and did a very, very small Pantone. Like it was mostly white, but then it was a very small Pantone box and the word TIFO above it, which I think is perfect. Like not centered, not anything like weirdly off center, just to really aggravate somebody. Every letter's a different font. <laughs> oh my God. Just the entire thing. We're just testing everything. We're testing the colors. We're testing the readability. We're testing the font. Like everything that we've asked, I wonder what it would look like if, and just slap it on this TIFO. One one letter in Comic Sans, another one in Wingdings, another one. <laughs> Maybe a, a TIFO that's just like the uh, old television color test pattern. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just black and white with some colors on the side. I like it. Yeah, I, I think that would be great. Uh, but I, somebody made a, a point uh, in a couple of the, the TIFO things that... Um, a lot of TIFOs you see are one-dimensional, um, and it's something that um, Portland and Seattle do incredibly well is not do one-dimensional TIFOs. They tend to have like a backdrop TIFO and then something in front of it um, that that is kind of the focal point of it. And I think that's something... Granted, it takes twice as long because you can't, you know, just leave that space blank behind the other TIFO. You're painting a 200 foot TIFO and then another yeah. 40 to 50 by, you know, 40 foot TIFO. So uh, it's not like you're you're getting out of any work. In fact, you're doing twice the amount of work. But um, I think that would be something cool and something for, for sure to shoot for um, going forward. And I'm, I'm just excited. I'm excited to see because we've done really amazing stuff with this the section we had with the support that we had um you know for i want to say every one of our opening day tifos have been pretty freaking amazing so i'm super excited to see what Stu and jimmy and all those guys can come up with on tifo stuff uh yeah and the the big plus to the rigging and, and how they've designed the section of the stadium is that we can do the yes. double or we can do a single we can do a long we can do a short we can do two thirds you know yeah or i think even thirds i think we could potentially do mm -hmm. thirds and then something in front of it too so we have lots of different options depending on what it is that we need or want to do um so that and again that's city bringing us in and asking us questions very early I, i'm not uh i will rag on mls for almost everything but I will give our crew a lot of credit that they are asking the questions that we've been talking about for years. They're, they are very much on those ideas of, of what it is that is important to us and trying to figure out what it is important to us so that way they can accommodate. So um, for as much as I dislike MLS... Um, and speaking of disliking MLS, let's talk about goal celebrations, guys. Goal celebrations. So... Um, one more time, let's talk about the crew. <laughs> this is a St. Louis crew podcast. <laughs> Nordak is going to think you have a massive crush on them. No, it's just like they were the only one that had anything super interesting go down this weekend, I think, because they had their new stadium unveiling. So that's and I think that's really been the, the big thing is that they got their new stadium this this week, which was 
the reason they had TIFO problems. It's also the reason they've unveiled this new goal celebration, which is, and I've, I've said this, I think online, and I know I said it to both of you guys. This is just to me, MLS going, Hey, the timbers have a really cool thing with uh, timber Joey cutting the chunk off the log. Let's see what we can do to make sure every team in MLS has a goal celebration. So if you didn't see it, um, the way it was described by the Nordec was that they were going to have a big slab of concrete. Uh, oh no, they were going to have glass at the beginning with somebody's logo on it. And they were going to bust that. And then after every goal, they were going to bust up concrete. And then the player who wrote the scored, the goal would have their name written down. And they were going to build this tunnel out with all of these broken pieces. Um, and I guess that's probably still going to happen. It's just the visual of it is underwhelming. Uh, let's say, um so rick you saw the well, you both saw that video i made you both watch it uh what'd you think of it uh great start there's there's serious room to grow i simply jackhammering onto the sheet of metal is not sending quite the forceful message i think that they were hoping to the the brick breaking is cool i am 100% in love with using the broken bricks to build the wall and commemorating those bricks with the goal score and the versus team and maybe even uh, like the the time in the game that that goal was scored uh, but all the angles I've seen put it up against like the blandest backdrop they could find in the building the, it, there's like what 20,000 people in there and they're shooting down a tunnel yeah that was that's really my thing is I feel like at least in in portland it happens right in front of the supporters and then they take the thing and they hand it back and it literally goes up the section like the piece of wood makes its way to the top of the section um and so everybody gets involved with it like it is part of the section's duty to move the log up the wall and i don't feel like that's the crew thing like i, I think i feel like it was very much hey we do construction stuff it was always you know we had the the crew construction blah 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 blah, and that that was the thing they could come up with and it wasn't organic it was just something that somebody thought this would be a great idea we need to do a thing here's what it is the official release described it as having come out of the locker room I, yeah, is that a read between the lines and it came from the front office and was told to the locker room or no? So the idea is when players, uh, you know, pass present and walk down those halls or visit the stadium or, or do something, they can walk that tunnel and, you know, see the history and the goals. And, and I'm for that. And I, I guess I'm kind of with Rick is did that originate like did the players ask for that the core was, concept idea. Yeah. Yeah. Or was it something that MLS saw and wanted to do? Because in my head, it's something MLS saw and went, this will be neat. Let's do this. Let's force this on everybody. No, I, I think part of it, too, is the the jackhammering is is the actual distraction. Like you don't like the idea. So I saw somebody I. I would rather them do it with a sledgehammer, like get somebody whapping on a, uh, well, that's, that's a different uh, thing. Now with <laughs> Next week on my only Sam's <laughs> Sam whapping on a brick. <laughs> it's been a weird episode. guys. They're not going to a- need mortar for that. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I guess I am cutting this episode. <laughs> 
Wow. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I guess if it is a player thing, I get it. I just, I don't like it. Like I want it to be, they wanted it to be a spectacle and they put it directly in front of a tunnel and it's underwhelming. Um, like they could at least turn the ambulance lights on. <laughs> right, right. I just, I want it to do, I want it to be louder. Like I want it, the spot where they're jackhammering to be hollow underneath or something. Like I want it to be like a metal box. So it really gives it that thump, you know, like it shakes the stadium versus it being a. Give that whap some thump. Yeah, exactly. We need to give that whap some thump. <laughs> Sam, thoughts? <laughs> Penny for your thump? <laughs> Sam's doing work things, I think. Uh, no, no, I, uh, I I went down my own social media rabbit hole. Oh, that's uh, fair. Looking at... Uh, WAP? No, more of the tweets uh, coming out from, from Nordak and uh, the MLS subreddit and seeing what other people are doing. Uh, apparently in LA, they've had Falcons tear, like other teams crests apart is that like a pre-game thing like the the falcon air brings the bird out and like rip something apart yeah i can't imagine every time they score a goal a falcon has to come out in the middle of everything and shred something i can't be imagine. fucking cool if they did <laughs> it, it would but i can't well, imagine that's safe for the falcon or the yeah that poor well bird. i was uh i was just thinking too you had said sledgehammer uh you know while we're talking about whapping uh atlanta united does that uh, oh yeah, with the rail, with the right? railroad tie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's a pregame thing. Yeah, and I, I think I'm fine with it as a pregame thing. Like, I think I'm fine with the sledgehammer thing if they're just breaking. You know, like even if it is a big concrete thing with somebody else's logo on it and shattering that. Like, I'm, yeah, I think I'm cool with all of that. I just, I just don't. Now, don't. so have you ever been to a Blue Jackets game? No, sir. Okay, I didn't think you had, and I, I don't think he's okay. So. Uh, several years ago, uh, AO St. Louis had just a caravan up to Columbus for one of the hex games. And, uh, somebody knew a guy, at the blue jackets ticketing office. And so like 20 of us went to the blue jackets blues game that next day. I mean, we got railed, not the point though. Uh, when the blue jackets score, they roll out this old revolutionary style, like Minutemen cannon and blast that thing whenever they score. So uh, on the MLS subreddit, you know, pleated plants, pleated pants, who's a crew uh, supporter uh, is equating, you know, I'm going to bring somebody to this game and not tell them about the jackhammer the same way I bring people to the Blue Jackets game and not tell them about the cannon. So if you don't know what's going on, they score a goal, you start going crazy. And then all of a sudden you just <laughs> hear this whapping of this jackhammer against this brick. Like if you don't know what's coming does that make it a better experience or a more disruptive experience or more impactful to me? I don't think it's loud enough. Like that's the thing is that I don't in, even in the video that I saw, it seemed like the crowd was louder than the jackhammer. And maybe that's just because it's a video and it, it's poorly represented on, you know, the, the video medium. But I just, to me, it's not, it's not disruptive enough. And it also like, it's, that one brick is just so silly. Like, I feel like if I dropped the brick, it's going to break. One of the things that makes the Timbers one cool, like on the on the volume level, the chainsaw and the 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 jackhammer are probably comparable volume. They 
there's enough people there that it's going to get drowned out. But the sawdust coming off of that log is a huge spectacle. It looks amazing. So maybe then they just do like a, a, a blue man thing and put like water or um, like colored dust or something, you know, like and and that shoots up like that you get yeah. the vibration of like that yeah and then the supporters up. group just starts banging on pvc pipes <laughs> I mean, i'm for it let's just do a yeah. let's just do a stomp thing yeah. and the uh, everybody pulls out a broom and uh some some trash so can turn off the lights and we all uh rhythmically light our lighters so <laughs> This uh, brings us to an interesting discussion that, uh, you know, we only had on the socials for, you know, just a couple hours. Uh, but, you know, skipping the, the joke, the punchline is giant toasted ravioli cannon. So I and that was that was my original idea was like that to me is very St. Louis. Like I'm trying to think of what is exclusively St. Louis. And I feel like Provel and Toasted Rav are it. And you can't yeah. launch Provel at people. Like, there's <laughs> not, a lot of, not, yeah. not hot Provel, not, no. <laughs> this is like literally just launching name palm at folk. <laughs> By the time it lands in the St. Louis heat. It was just, <laughs> mm. uh, but no, it's a, it's a good question. You know, what is uniquely St. Louis that we can tie to the club that is both a spectacle and a disruption First thing that leaps to mind, trying to look back at civic history without teams in other Mississippi River cities like New Orleans and Memphis is the riverboat. So that was brought up. Somebody brought up like riverboat wheel type of thing. And while I agree with that, it is not my first thought of St. Louis. Like we do have the riverboats. We had the, you know, the riverboat casino. We've got all that type of stuff. We had the McDonald's riverboat, uh, but to me, it just doesn't, it seems forced. And that's another one that like, I think the city would run with and it's gonna seem forced. Like we're all just going to start singing, uh, rolling at, uh, the, you know, when we score our goal. And I don't know that that's be great if we had a horn section though. It would be, it would, it would be wonderful. Uh, we just go, ooh, 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 ooh. you know, everybody can rock it out. Then again, good luck getting all our drunk asses to play that many upbeats in a row. <laughs> yeah. That's the way too fast. Uh, uh, second thought would be St. Louis's, uh, aerospace history, the spirit of St. Louis, the old Mac, uh, McDonald Douglas plant. The fact that the old, uh, the, the old football stadium was the TWA dome. Just keep F-15s just like a constant loop. That way, in case we score, they can quickly fly over. <laughs> Everybody needs to learn how to play Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins right now. now <laughs> uh, but, I mean, rolling on that, we were a huge transportation hub. Uh, Union stations right there, something with trains. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see, like... Can we just get a jet engine to fire? Can we just like fire off a jet engine in the the uh, stadium? Just light one up, like we're like we're landing real fast. Probably not safe. It'd be fun though. I mean, could be fun. Could be fun. Just just fire off a jet engine. I just I don't know. Again, what is both a spectacle and incredibly distracting or disruptive? So I did not print it out, but I will give you the best answer to this maybe it did maybe it did print it out like the blues have the towel guy 
Um, what's what's our towel guy? No, I did not. But um, the best was uh, Mike Hawk Bear Cub uh, on Twitter posted. And I'm going to get it wrong because, like I said, I did not print it out. But this is the general idea. Uh, water starts flowing back from the supporter section as it floods the field. Uh, Clydesdales are running up and down the field. Um, and then we have volleys of gunfire and sirens. Uh, and then Nelly starts playing. It's perfect. Flooding. Clydesdales. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think it should be beer. So that way we beer floods the field. And that was also somebody else's idea. It was just like beer fountain straight down the center of the thing. And it just like, you know, starts pouring. Just out an absolute people. cascade of Bud Light coming down. Uh, that <laughs> Yeah. That'd be the most appropriate use of an Anheuser-Busch product I in was the gonna new say, stadium. That's, that's the one use of AB I'm totally fine with. Like if it's just uh, like a waterfall that exists somewhere, but none of us have to drink it. Like it's just the AB one waterfall the unfortunate side effect of that is if we do something along those lines our goal song practically has to become here comes the king and i don't know if we're gonna get behind that as an organization i don't think i know that song okay so the clydesdale march yeah 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 also hey clydesdales are not we found this out during one of the national games in st louis clydesdales are not cheap to just borrow for a few hours and they hate loud noises oh my god do they yeah mm-hmm. so uh just clydesdales in general probably not a a great idea um i did have the idea of like just doing like to me just a whole whole bunch of us doing beer shots seems like just us chugging beer makes sense so i was thinking like a gigantic shot ski okay yeah. You know, just like like the entire front row. Does oh a drink. my god, I love it! The drumline stops everything they're doing just to shot ski. Yeah, I love it. The cop, yeah. the capos lead a beer chugging contest. Yeah, so that's my thought. Like that's that's it. It it hits St. Louis blatant alcoholism. Um, it really plays on the fact that we have a ton of breweries. Um, and we like to party. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, we're just all going to shotgun a shitload of beers. That would be perfect for television. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's, uh, we'll just get Stone Cold Steve Austin to come out and uh, he'll, he'll be our ringleader. Yeah, that'll be a cold call. Like, <laughs> we, uh, you know, like we, we don't have a bell that we're famous for. We don't have like a, you know, we're not full of like, more history can we just all like everyone stops we just do a one two three fuck cronky <laughs> like no that would be disruptive <laughs> that would get everybody behind it but like Cahokia mounds never did anything disruptive you know historically <laughs> that's true i mean yeah they were we I'm, could like summon we just all build a mound in the middle of the well, field real just, fast. i mean what what's the realistic possibility that the stadium's on top of like a hidden native american burial ground so like what if every time we score a goal we just raise one from the dead do we have any necromancers in the luligans if you're this a is the official call out if you're a necromancer send something in uh at show up make noise on twitter or instagram I or by raven I, I think necromancers are more instagram uh so <laughs> This is what happens when nerds do a podcast. Uh, we've had a DM reference and a, a necromancer reference. No, I just, like I said, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what, what jumps out as something that's like, bam, we scored a goal. I think, I think the 
aviation really is the one that sticks out to yeah. me. I mean, we we were a huge shipping town, so shipping makes sense, but I don't know what everybody throws boxes on the field. Like, I don't know what that thing is. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like that would be beer makes sense. Beer makes sense to me because we were so much of a, uh, you know, kind of one of the big beer cities. Yeah, well, we tap a keg every time a goal scored. Yeah, and we I just mean, build a wall behind the supporter section of the kegs. Yes. All right. Yes. I mean, I'm the more I'm saying it, the more I kind of like it. I'm, you know, I'm with it. Did we just a, stumble into brilliance? We we may have just stumbled into brilliance. Slap a plaque on every one of them for the the game. Look at the player yeah. wants to take it home. I mean, I'll fill it up for. Him. Let's be serious. How many keggers is A B just sitting on that they can never refill again because somebody's keg party got too out of hand? Congratulations. Right. We'll take your empties. Or we could just do you know do like pony kegs or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But oh, yeah. that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, just do pony kegs line the sides of the stadium with it. Anyway, we'll figure it out. But we we. We'll take all the royalties. This is that. a this is a discussion that I'd like to continue yeah. you know, on our socials. I think, you know, people are going to have really good ideas and, and it's a discussion I think totally worth having. Yeah. People who know St. Louis better than us, please tell us how dumb we are. We make us better. We did have they a couple. Tell us. We already know. <laughs> we had a couple suggestions, but I feel like the, the most interesting ones we've we've hit. And I, uh, unlike Sam, did not bring my phone with. So. I think I think we're right about where we need to be. We had like a five minute laugh break, so uh, I think we're doing okay. Um, so um, now the celebration we've always had. Let's just talk about that for a second. We've always just done uh, our SDL chant, which may or may not stick around. I guess depending on what that um thing was but we were always just lighting smoke and chanting stl now somebody on twitter i want to say mark mcdonald maybe on twitter if i'm wrong i'm sorry um suggested he just wanted to see the entire stadium go up and smoke mm. just all four mm. sides smoke which i'm also for like i think Sick. that'd be great i don't think it's possible but it would be great uh if we could somehow make that happen um but how do you guys feel about the the new lights where everybody flashes the lights everybody you know like Lou City did when Lou City scored um at their new stadium where they, they all the LEDs flash yeah, yeah, and, and do all that uh that's definitely where everyone's trending as they have these new lights uh I got to say though having had no idea that was going to happen when they scored that fucking goal against us uh I wanted to be mad. I was like, fuck, that's so cool. See, I disagree. I hate it. I think it's dumb. Mm. And that's just a curmudgeon in me. I will 100% admit that, but I, I just think it's dumb. And as a photographer slash videographer, it just, it's a, it's literally a nightmare scenario. Like the time you want to get your best shot, all of a sudden the light inexplicably fucking changes. Like you're queuing up a shot and then everything goes black. That's the worst. Like they are just, crapping in photographers mouths with uh, the light thing but um yeah i don't know I, it's just it's never worked for me the the light yeah. flashy light thing never really worked know. uh you were out there with us what'd you think uh what was it? oh louisville i have put as much of that game out of my memory as possible that's that's fair. Uh, but i mean you I, watch some mls games i feel like a lot of the mls teams are doing that now especially in the newer stadiums yeah, I think, uh, their camera crews have been extremely terrible at showing anything other than the goal scoring player getting bombarded by his teammates it's fair. typically been about at best 
10 non-continuous sec uh, seconds of like supporter group footage uh, typically focused on the drummers and it cuts back to player reactions i wonder if that's a byproduct of the lighting it's a good possibility yeah non-zero yeah yeah i mean if you do something other than just strobe every light at random i think you if you get a little creative with it you know i think it'd, it'd be more fun yeah what might be super intimidating is instead of strobing out the lights is just flooding the stadium in that city red pantone color Ooh, that'd be fun so every- that would be terrifying from field level you get scored on you look up and it's just the sea of red every screen in the arena just yeah. goes pantone yeah and i'm for that like that that i'm like that's a good use of the lights i don't know if it's possible with those lights but i think that would be if you could somehow make it so you could flip yeah. those well i mean if the front office likes it and can sell it to the league and the tv crews uh it, it's gonna be sick what i mean what if you just so you you shut off the lights you don't strobe them you just cut them uh and every screen including the i presume offensively large screen which you know add another 20 feet to it uh just goes city red with like goal something in and, one of the other city colors ex- exciter yellow or whatever yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the yellow color is angry airplane noises right. in the so background. the bright white lights of the stadium are are off or dim and everything else that generates light or color is city red and what? so then you flood the arena and everything well, so that, color. that would be a good and again we don't necessarily need the engine because i think it's kind of overkill but you could theoretically with those sound systems pan an engine through that stadium too Easily. you could yeah, very yeah. much like you simulate a flyby yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah just just drop the lights bring the red and do the oh yeah what if the lights follow the the, the, the flyby? Like flyby yeah are so they like, planning on having like a a wraparound, not jumbotron, but you know, kind of a, a collar type situation. I would assume so. Because well, I, I think well, no, because it won't be broke. A, it's broken up yeah, it's into broken. fours. Yeah, it won't ever be a full circle. But yeah, you could theoretically do. But it But you on could all still do it. Yeah. But yeah, have a have a plane with a, a goal banner or something. Yeah. Chase the lights. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm still for just a single jet engine that we can just pull the ripcord on and just let it go and I'm, just sit there and torch. It, yeah, yeah, I don't know how it works, but I'm for it. Or like one on either side. Yeah, I think you just stay at least ten feet away from the back end of it, and yeah. we'll be fine. I just think you aim it up. I think you just aim, oh, aim it up. Yeah. So like instead of like the smoke cannons or the confetti cannons, you yeah, just you, turn on a jet engine and just, just get flame the exhaust right up. Yeah, you oh, get I'm the all exhaust, for it. Like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, the exhaust changing the the air around it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, we've it's we already, started we started with it. It's all stupid, and we've gotten to <laughs> this is fun. We'll get to this. It's already hundred degrees in the city. Yeah. Why not fire a jet engine? Yeah. Right in front? Yeah, two of them. We came up on two of them. One hundred and forty eight degrees at field level. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. a high, that counts for a hydration break, right? So, uh, well, so I feel bring like us beer as as much as we've actually had a transition. That brings me to one of my transitions um, because I wanted to talk random chant shit, and I think this is probably going to be where we get out on this uh, potentially. Um, so, oh uh, yeah, no, we'll come we'll come back to that. So. Um, 
I've been kind of scanning and I've really stayed away from chant ideas for the beginning part of this because I wanted to uh, talk about the more important stuff. But um, I can't help that my head all the time is just making soccer chants. It just does it. That's I listened to a lot of Weird Al when I was younger. Uh, so any song I hear is then viably a St. Louis City chant. So, um, and you guys don't have these notes, so I'm sorry because these are the ones I wrote down uh, on my own. But I was looking through old St. Louis City message boards and things of, of songs that people wanted for St. Louis. And so kind of tying back to that, what's our St. Louis goal celebration? Who are those St. Louis people that you think we should definitely make sure we have a chant for? So what are those St. Louis artists that you think of? Come on, somebody say it. Avoiding some of the obvious ones. No, I'm going to go with I'm Ludo. Not, I'm not saying. Oh, Ludo. I like Ludo. I didn't even know they were St. Louis. Are they really St. Louis based? I'm like yeah. 85% oh, yeah, certain. You're not from around here. I'm not. Yeah. I yeah. love Ludo. I just didn't know that they were St. Louis based. Yeah, they come back and they play a Halloween show yeah, uh, at the pageant every year. I know they play a Halloween show. I just thought it was, you know, that was just a weird tradition they had. I didn't know that was because they're from here. Right on. Uh, so do you have a particular song? I only know like three Ludo songs, so. Yeah, I, I suggest them. I only know their one radio hit. And what's that one? The one with the title that's got a whole bunch of negative adjectives. Psychoparasitic creature or something like that. Okay. No, I thought he was going to say girls on, I can't remember. girls on trampolines. Or. This is not my day for song titles, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Rick came down and he's like we should do a song title for the song uh what was it was it i had forgotten the title of all the small things by blink 182 and called it little windmill little windmill <laughs> because it is a lyric in the song i did not allegedly. know that <laughs> i did allegedly. not know that and then uh he started singing i'm like oh you talking about all the small things by blink 182 he's like yeah that's my kind of day <laughs> but so disappointed in myself would make a great chant the na 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 again we've talked about songs without lyrics that's mm -hmm. the perfect kind of song without lyrics we just need to figure out the rest of it and i did not do my homework on that one so uh we're gonna come back around to that sam did you have your non your your st louis artist i'm not saying it do it do it sam you trying to get me to say Nelly? Goddamn right, I'm trying to get you to say Nelly. <laughs> he just doesn't want to say it himself. You know I mean, why, look, Sam? Because it's hot in her. Oh, God. Here it's we so go. Look, he's a nice guy, loves cars. Is he, in, <laughs> is, is, he, is he any of those things? Is his house still for sale? Uh, I think that was a mansion. It's still technically a house. Yeah. He's, uh... Like, can, All we, right. can we crowdsource that? <laughs> Buy it for the, the Lulu No, I mean, look, long, long story short, he's, I mean, when I met him, he was a nice guy. I believe you. Who knows I've, if it was a, I've a, not a met front him. or a face or anything like that. Uh, I would consider this low-hanging fruit, but as I explained to Seebeck the last time we talked, I am never above low-hanging fruit. Here's the thing. I feel like we have to do a Nelly chant, and I feel like Hot in Here makes the most sense only because we're going to play half of our games in June, July, and August in St. Yeah, Louis. All those, all those J months. So, <laughs> Joggist. I can't wait for the, the Joggist home stretch. June, July, and Joggist. <laughs> September. September. 
Get into the playoffs, play some uh, Jocktober. Jarch J. Oh my God, I'm 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 sorry, but if Jocktober's not a thing, it sure is. Jocktoberfest. You've heard me say it, Jock Jams, all month, no exceptions. I'm with it. If if we're playing soccer in October, I am 100 percent for 10 a.m. Zombie Nation kick. Soft copyright claimed right now on Jocktober. Uh, so I mean you. Going along with Nelly, though, you don't have to change the lyrics. It's getting hot in here, so we just need some goals. I'm getting so hot. I don't know what the rest of it is. We're going to pop some uh, goals off. I just uh, I wanna, Oh, gold. I want to shoot some smoke off. Okay. I want to shoot yeah. some smoke off. I dig it. Uh, and then we do the, just with a little bit of, uh, uh, with a little bit of, uh, uh. Yeah. It's, again, it's super easy. Fans get behind it. Uh the drunker you are, the better it gets. Yeah, you can rub some funk on it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, um, it, it's a nice, easy beat for everybody to play. Um, and that was, uh, it's heavily suggested. Literally every mm-hmm. time someone brings up, we should do a St. Louis song, Nelly is the top Yeah, thing. one of the uh, competing St. Louis City fan pages on Facebook uh, threw out a chant thing not too long ago, and this one, it was echoed widely that we should have a Nelly song. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's probably where I got this one from now somebody wanted to do air force ones and i did try to look into that to to make it work and i could kind of figure it out but it's it's not going to be as straightforward as hot in here and i will again reiterate that my perfect chant is the one that if we change the lyrics to you don't have to change the lyrics you could still sing along and it's still going to sound exactly the same that's why i like the hot in here one uh somebody suggested chuck berry um Somebody also immediately shot down Chuck Berry. And was that you? The shot down no, Chuck Berry? no, just somebody oh. did point out that he he was does a, he not was have, a perv. Yeah, he's not a good person. Yeah, yeah. I, I, look, Nelly also got caught in an RV full of meth and guns. So um, yeah, but he didn't cross state lines to marry his underage cousin. Yeah, or yeah, have know. a concert venue with cameras. Yeah, I, again, I know nothing about Chuck Berry. Um, but uh, really, not from around here. I'm not. I I very much not. Uh, but go city go. Uh, if you just do Johnny Be Good, mm-hmm. it's it literally it's just go city go 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 city city good be fill. good. Yeah, good like, yeah, yeah, it's it literally it, you don't have to change any words. It mm-hmm. just, just works perfectly. So get a band on. together, and uh, we should really look at putting St. Louis Blues into the stands or the St. Louis Blues, like the actual song. I don't know that. So, am I not from around here? Yeah, <laughs> they named the team after it. I I don't know that I've ever heard the song. Like I didn't know there was a St. Louis Blues song. Uh, yeah, and it's got the added benefit of being written by a man with the last name Handy. I mean, I'm for it for that. We could get WAP and Handy together, and just <laughs> yeah, they play it at all the all the blues games. They do. I'm gonna yeah. Apparently, neither one of us have been to Blue. Look, games. just real quick, edit out the last forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever been this disappointed in either of you combined. First oh. of all, I've been to a total of three Blues games. 
no, that's not true. Four Blues games. Um, and I'm not originally from here. So this is my, the St. Louis FC was the first St. Louis team I've ever cheered for. Uh, and it will, uh, until St. Louis city probably be the only St. Louis team I cheer for. I disappoint myself enough for all three of us. So like, (laughs) you don't have to hold anything against me here. Sam doesn't need your help. It's all right. The disappointment's already faded. I could do it myself. (laughs) But, um, as as much as I sometimes give the Daniels brothers crap, um, Jesse Daniels, I'm so darn proud of him. Um, I don't think it's going to catch on. I don't, but I love the chant. Um, so he did the, uh, I don't know the name. It's Shut Up and Dance With Me, I think is the name uh, of the Shut song. Up and Dance by uh, Walk the Moon. Right on. Sam knows popular things. Well, I mean, just, just hard left. Uh, this was their third released album with that song and it's the only one that hit radio play you should go check out their first two as they're much better so they've released that song three different times no 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 no. they have been around for a while and have released other music and this is the first one to hit pop mainstream Uh, because it's very formulaic for pop music but their their older music their older stuff's much better than their newer stuff hang on guys sam's beard just grew three inches (laughs) while he was saying that i was watching his pants cuff themselves it was super weird uh our kids on my lawn out there (laughs) (laughs) craft beard just for uh formed in his hand out of uh, thin air uh but anyway jesse's chant is uh don't you dare look back keep your eyes on three i see you holding back uh i see you holding back we say shut up and score city this sport is in our history ooh, ooh, ooh. shut up and score city yeah that's really well crafted it's perfect like of, of all the uh the chants i've ever come up with that i was proud of that is that's a good chant and if we can get people on board with I'm, it i'm here for it yeah. i think it's great um it seems to be one of those that people would like not get a, go along with because for whatever reason they think the song is overplayed but i think it's the perfect type of song that checks the boxes for Easy to learn, easy to join in on, and if you just want to sing the song, it still counts. Exactly. It, yeah, and it, there's enough of the original lyrical content in there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I he only changed a couple words. Yeah. It, which makes me? it perfect. <laughs> yeah, me in that first line, uh, and then shut up and score city. Like, that's in, instead of dance with me, like, it is it is almost perfect. So, uh, congratulations, Jesse. Uh, I will give you flying uh, marks on that chant uh, so that's great I, I hope we yes. end up running one jet that. engine celebration for Jesse <laughs> I'll give him one and a half um, so then um, there were a couple others that came up um, Starship we built this city is pretty much again we don't have to change any of the lyrics we built this city we built this city on score and goals I mean, it can be anything. Uh, we could even just stick with rock and roll. Build I'm good with it. this city on toxic waste. <laughs> We're not playing out in uh, Richmond Heights. We talked about um, floodplain, Maryland Heights. <laughs> we built this city. Why where do you keep water naming cities I've lived flows. in? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, it all makes it. Uh, he says the guy who lives like a mile from Coldwater Creek. <laughs> Rick, Rick is the harbinger of uh, all things that uh, destroy the city. Um, but the one that I uh, 
and it's i think guns and roses or paradise city by guns and roses was suggested by somebody um and i think country roads was suggested by somebody um to me though those two chants need to go together um so i went through and tried to figure out how to make that happen and i was very proud of it again this is one of those that could very easily not work because it's somewhat complicated but it doesn't change any words so uh take me down to st louis city where the grass is green and the goals are pretty oh won't you please score a goal take me down to st louis city where the grass is green you can even keep the girls are pretty if you want to uh oh won't you please take me home and you do that twice uh on the second time though when we get to oh won't you please take me home we definitely just drop straight into country roads so oh won't you please take me home to a place where i belong uh and then chupacabras oh emo's pizza take me home country road i think we're gonna get some backlash on emo's pizza i think we're gonna get backlash on chupacabras because nobody besides us get it i was thinking like gooey butter waffle cones yeah (laughs) corn corn dogs i actually felt like the emo's pizza was the thing people were gonna get on board with we did I, get some pretty good uh, national coverage. Uh, Simone Biles. Simone Biles. Yeah, yeah. I, but it's it's like it weirdly contested around town as but, to who likes emo. But it is St. Louis. Yeah, like no, it, is, mean, it is. It is unequivocally style of pizza. Yeah, it is unequivocally St. If somebody came to St. Louis and said, "What is St. Louis style pizza?" They would say emos. Yeah. But, but Cecil's also, does it better. It doesn't matter. It I mean, doesn't, look, it, Sarah's up in Maryland Heights. You got Peroni's up in North County. I would look, take the and, and every I'm, Chicago pizza is not fucking deep dish. But if you say Chicago style pizza, everyone thinks you're talking about a fucking lasagna. So yeah, but nobody associates that immediately with like Geno's. I think I know, but I think that's the type of pizza. I feel like we're not going to say thin crust no. <laughs> crackers and cheese. No, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, you drop you drop a bunch of stuff in there, you know, yeah. and just look at everything that is from St. Louis. You know, waffle cones. Totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Um, well, waffle like, cones. World's Fair thing, too, wasn't it? Yeah. I think funnel cake. We need, four, we, need, we need four syllables, though. Gooey butter. <laughs> yes, that the, the does technically work. Uh, I don't sing anywhere ever, period. <laughs> on this goddamn pod, I'm over here like... How about a da-da? Wapping this. <laughs> um, but um, the other thing that um, I did happen because since I was interacting with so much Nordic stuff, um, Twitter thinks that I'm the biggest Nordic fan. They also have a whole bunch of Spanish chants, which we have a couple. Um, no, we have one. We have Vamos. We have uh, one. Um, and I think we maybe had another that um, Carlos suggested at one point that I just don't think any of us were smart enough to figure out. Um, but I would love to do Spanish and Bosnian chants. I don't know any of them, but I would love to get Spanish and Bosnian chants in our rotation, which means that we need Spanish and Bosnian people involved in this. Um, Love it. Yeah. So I, I, that's another thing that I, I wanted to bring up with the chant thing beyond the fact that it's silly. And if you've got great chant ideas, please send them on Twitter, post them in a, a discussion board somewhere. I'll probably find them. Um, the, uh, the sleeper community in St. Louis, uh, I think, might be the uh, Indian community. Absolutely. Uh, from India. I don't know what that national soccer culture is like. Uh, I, I know it's big on cricket, which is not a huge support and chant sport on its own, but maybe it is in that vein over there. 
Uh, so if we have, you know, Indian or Indian American soccer fans with elements of their sporting culture that they want to bring to the new team, hit us up. Yeah, I, I honestly have never even like I, I know a couple Spanish uh, chants. I've been in the section when we were chanting Bosnian chants. I don't know that I've ever uh, interacted with an Indian football fan. So that's a, another one that, but I mean, we've got the, the African groups that we've worked with uh, in the past. And I, again, I just, I just want as many cultural different things that we can get into that as possible, because I feel like the more that we include everyone, the stronger we get. Mm-hmm. So, well, the the chant that uh, Umoja did, and Chief, yeah, I, I always uh, start saying Bakala. I just I screw it up. Chief so I just Bakala. Think, yeah, I think it's Bakala, but I again I feel like I'm screwing it up and then yeah. a racist because I screw so it up every time when Umoja would come and play with us, uh, the chief had a chant that he tried on several occasions. Uh, regrettably i don't think enough people gave it the respect that it it would have merited yeah uh, but it was a fun chant it was a super fun chant and it was one that if we could get people on board with yeah. doing and that's one of those that as much as i don't like i mock people who do the the fake chants ahead of time like that's something that i'm really really trying to wrap my head around how to educate people on the chants that we've done without putting up the terrible chant things that we recorded, but also putting out something that's quality. And that's really tough for me because I'm not as much as I do production. I'm not a musical production guy. I'd like to be, but I'm not. Um, so if you're a great music producer and, uh, want to put some of that passion into soccer, talk to me. And, uh, Let's figure out how to do some stuff because I do have some ideas of trying to get people on board and get those rhythms down in their head before we get to that game. Well, you know, if on the march to the game, if we did that central location where everybody meets up, take that opportunity, you know, roll through a chant or two, get everybody hyped and then go. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just I'm thinking ahead of like even before the first game. Um, and I think that was the thing we we ended on last time was that we couldn't remember what the thing was. And I think that was we were going to talk MLS next games and what that was going to look like coming 2022, because that's going to be our first real chance of getting out and doing something, uh, because this year we had absolutely nothing. Uh, I lamented to Sarah online today um, that, you know, we got this kid that reached out that wants to play tuba. And I'd love to be like, hey, yeah, come out Saturday and play tuba with us. But that doesn't exist. And realistically, my answer to him was, yeah, if if and when we have something where we can play instruments again, I'll call you. But, like, I have nothing. Like, I have nothing I can invite that kid out to besides the thing at, at Schlafly on the 31st, which we are going to end the show talking about. Um, but beyond that meet the Luligans meeting, there's nothing on our calendar um, beyond going up to Madison for me. I don't know that either one of you guys are doing the Madison trip. Um, but I'm going to go up and, and see forward Madison since I own more of their gear than I own of any other piece of clothing. Uh, but I... I want to figure out those ways of getting people involved. And I think MLS next is going to be 
maybe where we start just going to games and hopefully it will be in the, that stadium at least once or twice and we can do some dry runs and try and get people on board and, and get people in doing it because without that, I don't know how the hell we're going to get people back up, to that show to me mentality. Yeah. Like active recruitment, event recruitment, people around here don't want to show up on a promise they want to be impressed and then they will show up on the other end of it. Yeah. And that, that to me, we have to show game day one, like, you know, people are saying we'll grow into it and there's a lot of things we can grow into. I think the goal celebration we can grow into, I think finding the victory song we can grow into, um, we can't grow into showing up as a force on day one supporters, those of us who are all on the same page need to get on the same page quickly and we need to start working together uh, to build that thing. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And I get that not everyone is a fan of me specifically um, or, you know, probably by proxy you guys then because you've talked to me, but um, like, I don't care if you like me or, or the things that I do, but I think, we can all get on board with we are moving towards the same direction. We all have the same goal. We want to support St. Louis City. And if you have a different way of doing that, we encourage you to do that, whether that's with us or with somebody else. If you want to start your own group or or do any of those things, I harp on it every week. Please get involved. Find your people. Start a group. If that's a St. Louisans, great. We would love to have you. Uh, Right now, we don't charge dues. There's no... You know, you don't have to jump through any hoops to show up. You have to not hate people. Uh, you have to show up and make noise. And um, that's basically it. So um, there's not a lot of requirements for us. But um, that may change in the future. We may have to have roles. We may have to uh, have elected board members. I don't know what the future holds for the Luligan. So um, if you want to change some of those things, get involved. Because that's how you do it. Um it's hands on the ground. Every, everything in this group is getting your hands into it and getting involved with it. So um, that being said, come on out to Schlafly on July 31st, 7 p.m. We are doing a Meet the Luligan event, I believe, on the rooftop of Schlafly, which I am super excited about because I don't think I've ever been on the rooftop of Schlafly and you can see the stadium from there. So um, come out, hang out. Um, if you're interested in, in doing TIFOs, if you're interested in doing tailgate stuff, if you want to play an instrument, um, great if you're a drummer, but even better if you're a trombone or a trumpet player or a, a tuba player. Um, if you have your instrument, great. If you don't have an instrument, we can probably find one for you. So um, we just need people who can play and are willing to to jump out there and play some instruments. Um so yeah, please come out, hang out, talk to us. Boys, uh anything we didn't cover, anything that you want to add that uh we've really not done so far? Uh we got one point on the list that we haven't covered yet. 
Which is what? Uh, the urban revitalization, or do we want to save that for next time around? Yeah, I'd say it's, I, I feel like we're probably got to be pretty close to an hour and 20. 75. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say let's let's pull that around. I did ask that question. Um, so I'm going to post those two questions again. Uh, goal celebration. Um, are we going with the toasted rav cannon? Are we shooting off jet engines? Um, are we scaring the crap out of Clydesdales? I don't know. You know, what? what is it that we're going to do? Uh, I'd love to keep hearing your thoughts on those things. Um, and then, yeah, the the urban revitalization. I asked a question on Twitter, and it was more not pointed. It was just a, a, a legitimate thought I had. Is it, is it a supporters group job to help revitalize or invigorate the area in which the stadium is going to go? Um and that's an interesting question. We got some some answers. I want to say uh, the official Lugan account said that we should just be out there spending money in those businesses, those small locally owned businesses. That's a way of doing it. Somebody else suggested doing trash pickup um, in those areas. Uh, so what does that look like? Is it a jo- supporters group job to help uh, reinvigorate or reinvite, revitalize an area? And uh, yes or no. And what does that look like? What does that look like to you guys? Um, so yeah, let's jump in on that. Let's jump in on the gold discussion. Love to hear your thoughts. Um, because as much as this is us having a discussion, I feel like we try and get as many of your comments in as possible. And we try to bring as much of what you want to talk about to this as possible. So the more you tell us what you want to hear, the more we can do that. And the less it is just me listing random crap that I've come up with in my head, uh, for songs. So, um, other than that last bullet point, any other discussion topics, anything else you want to kick off for next week? Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I, I think the event on the 31st is going to be very cool for a number of reasons. Uh, one, it's going to be the closest to the stadium that most of us have been. Like, I have seen it casually. I have flown over it on my way back from work, uh, but I have not interacted with it to the degree that a number of other people have. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, the other thing is there are a number of St. Louis City personnel who are going to be at that event. And if there's one thing that we can all agree on is when they show up, they're there for you to talk to you to answer those questions to engage with everybody so it's you know as much as it's a meet the luligans find your place you know it's going to be a huge opportunity to to get in there and talk to city and let them share their vision and get some feedback and you know get your voice heard as well uh, which is killer and also uh, it's our first public appearance since we've uh, really gotten this off the ground. So, you know, come by, say hi, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. If you want to act, shut the hell up, you know, come on up and say it. Yeah, please do. And I agree with you. (laughs) So (laughs) understand, uh, I agree with you. Uh, But no, I I second everything Sam just said. And even if you don't want to be a part of the Luligans, come out and hang out because there are going to be other people who don't want to be part of the Luligans that are probably going to be there as well. So um, it's a good opportunity for you to get front office time to figure out if you want to start your own SG, how do you do that? How do you get in touch with those people? Who do you talk to? Um, You know, those types of things. Hell, ask the Luligans how they started. And I'm sure Brad and Mitch will tell you good luck and tell you exactly what they did to get it started. So, 
we're not here to be gatekeepers of this community by any means. The Luligans are in no way, uh, and I, I guess I'm speaking for the, the larger group, but I don't think anybody has the idea that we are the one and only and that we want to be the only group. We don't. We know we're not for everybody. Um, find your people. Get connected. Rick, you got something to add? You look like you're ready to jump. Uh I got nothing to say. <laughs> All right. Well, he's just he's just ready to get out of here. So uh, on that note, I think we are going to uh, get out of here. But uh, please do July 31st. Get it on your calendar uh, down at the Schlafly Tap Room right next to the stadium. Come down and hang out with us. Uh, this has been Show Up, Make Noise. My name is Zach. I'm Rick. I'm still Sam. And uh, we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Don't you dare look back. Just keep your eyes on me. I said you're holding me.